Hello, and welcome to part one of a two-part episode of Friendshipping, Sexiled. <laughs> so dramatic. It is dramatic. It, it is a dramatic topic. That's why we're cutting it up into... Right. It's, it's a heavy topic, and we have a lot to say about it, as it turns out. Apparently. So, so we're dividing into two episodes, which we've never done before. So welcome to the first part of Sexiled, which basically turns into, my friend is dating a racist, what should I do? <laughs> That's the alternate title. <laughs> Let's jump into it. Right? Is that okay? Okay. That's perfect. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This This is Friendshipping. And today's theme is... Sexiled. (laughs) When you get exiled because your friend has taken a lover. What an interesting theme. (laughs) Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Let's start off talking about what it means when one has been sexiled. It's an ancient term. An ancient term dating back to the second century, when, Egypt. <laughs> or back when you had college roommates and they would kick you out to yeah. bang. Yeah. That's not quite what we're going for here. No, Ours no. is a little more complex than that. This is more uh, mental, emotional than physical. Put a sock on the door. I'm getting some D. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is more like a friend is suddenly dating someone or has been dating someone for a long time. And you, your friendship gets pushed to the wayside. Right. And there there are a lot of reasons why that could happen. And we discovered that there are a lot of reasons that that could happen because we opened up questions on specifically this topic and a lot of people had a lot of things to to ask about. Yeah, it showed you how common it is and uh, also how complex it is. It's it's a pretty loaded subject. So we had a number of questions that revolved around my friend is dating someone who is awful. So that can mean a lot of different things. But one thing that we're not going to talk about in depth here is my friend is dating somebody who is abusive. Uh, Because if If you have a a problem like that, then our podcast probably isn't the best place to seek information. You need to go to the authorities if your friend is being hurt. Right, exactly. We're going to draw the line before we dive into this, that if your friend is enduring emotional or physical abuse, that is something that you need to reach out to professionals for. Yeah, we're not professionals. No, we just talk, have a lot of feelings. Yeah, and we'd like to share those with you, audience. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so back to the subject. My friend is dating someone who is awful. And there is a lot to consider internally here before you act on this, I think, as a friend. So you have to consider, is your friend happy? Are they safe? Then maybe you want to back off a little bit. Right. Like if your friend is in a relationship that you don't approve of, you really need to figure out why you don't approve of it. If it's for a superficial reason, it's probably time to hold your tongue and be patient and loving of your friend. But there are situations when you don't need, when you shouldn't do that, Mm -hmm. and you should step in and say something to your friend. And we're going to discuss both of those situations. So there's some things that you should consider before you decide whether or not it's time to step in to this awful situation that your friend is dating someone who is awful. Is your friend happy? Are they safe? Is this a new relationship? Uh, If your friend is happy, if they're safe and this relationship is new, that means maybe you should back off a little bit because they are still figuring out where this relationship fits into their life and they're probably still a little infatuated with the new person that they are dating. Well said. Boom. (laughs) Dunzo. (laughs) And you don't have to like everyone that your friends date. And you probably won't. I mean, realistically, how could that be possible? (laughs) There are too many shitty people in this world. (laughs) But really, it's, it's their relationship and not yours. And if they are happy and safe, you do have to trust their judgment at some point. And, you know, they're your, you are friends with them for a reason. And you know, even if you don't agree with their taste in 
significant others, mm -hmm. you still have to respect it. Maybe they are, they are happy, they are safe, this relationship is new, but the person they are dating is a racist. <laughs> or terrible. Or just terrible. Terribly misogynistic. Or, has, or is really not treating your friend well. Yes. Like maybe they're putting him down every now and again. Not to the point where you consider this to be an abusive relationship, but being like, oh, babe, did you forget to brush your teeth before you left? Actually, I no, say that. Yeah. Um, sometimes you need to tell people <laughs> there that are they red stink. There are <laughs> I totally agree. Um, there are red flags, though. Like, do they always put your friend down, especially in public, like in group settings? That's, that's sadly kind of common. Or do they get mad when your friend takes time for themselves or time for other friends? These are, these are red flags that can certainly lead to what we were saying earlier. Uh, you know, those are some abusive triggers. But again, we're talking about someone who is shitty and doesn't behave well but it, and is maybe unknowingly manipulative. Yeah. Yeah. So let's start off with a, a friend who is dating somebody who is awful in some particular way. They're a racist. They're a misogynist. They just say shitty things because they hold really shitty, like obviously shitty beliefs. Right. It's not like... They don't treat people well. Right. It's not like you're a Republican and they're a Democrat and you're just not into that. <laughs> That's, I mean, just you got to fucking deal with that. Yeah. But, I mean, they're saying awful, awful stuff. Y yes. Okay. So you absolutely can and should pull your friend aside without their partner and discuss this with them. Uh, I mean, there's a chance that your friend is distracted from the issue because they're infatuated still, which is a thing that makes human beings act ridiculously. Right. But I assume... You're not usually friends with racists. I would hope so. That's my hope. Yeah. Listener of You've got to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> right. And that's a hard line to draw. Like, right. you have set boundaries on who you're friends with. Mm -hmm. And everyone should. There are some people that are not worthy of your time. And you love your friend and want to protect them from getting hurt. Mm -hmm. But even more importantly, you don't want your friend to be friend with someone who is racist. They're saying this person is still worthwhile to have in their lives, even with these ugly beliefs that they hold and are like loud about and just are terrible. So let's talk about some scripts that you can use when you've taken your friend aside privately to discuss their relationship. So let's just say you pulled them aside. You're in a closet at a party. <laughs> That's a bad time to do this. <laughs> don't do it then. <laughs> Everyone's been drinking. Uh, yeah. They were making out a second ago. You tug them into the closet. And you're like, we got to talk about racism. <laughs> yeah, no, um, scratch that. Maybe you're just hanging out one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I mean, this could be just like a, a text conversation. No, this can't be a text conversation. Know. It's funny because you kind of have to know your friendship here. Like it, some things are better said in person, but like I have a friend when we want to talk seriously, we have a hard time doing it face-to-face. -face, so we do it via texting and i like that because it makes sure that we're both thinking our sentences through yes that said probably face to face you are the expert on your own friendship so you should uh get to decide how you have this conversation but a good script would be this new person that you're dating uh, i don't think that they reflect your values because of blank so maybe this is uh you bring up a couple of different situations that you've been in with this new person where they've acted a certain way you should say and if this is true for you it is hard for me to be friends with someone who actually wants to be in a relationship with a misogynist, a racist, um, somebody who thinks other people are less than other people. Right. Um, that's, a, that's a worthwhile thing to bring up to your friend. Right. And I, I think it's probably important to include specific examples. Yes. Yeah. Because you, you can't just point something out vaguely and hope they understand. Because this could be something that they're blind to, especially mm -hmm. if the relationship is new. So some more things you could say. I want to support you, but... This, this, and this make me really uncomfortable, make mm -hmm. other people really upset. 
um, when you, when so-and-so says things like this, I get worried about you for this reason. Yes. Man, this is bumming me out because this is a bummer of a situation. It is. It's, this is a hard thing to do in a friendship. But the hope is that you'll, you'll be able to find some common ground. And this doesn't have to be a, I'm giving you an ultimatum, either date, either, either break up with right. them or be friends with me. You don't have to do that. Uh, but honestly, for your own sanity, you might have to bail. Yeah, that's true. That's, a, that's hard, but it might something to keep in mind. Yeah. I mean, do you really want to be friends with somebody who's totally okay with fucking a racist? Oh, God. No. No, you don't. No, you don't. Now you heard it, you heard it that way, and now you can't unhear it, yep. and now you can't unthink it yeah they're right. fucking <laughs> a racist Your eyes are so wide <laughs> scary <laughs> but you're right this is the selfish way to think about it but think about how that reflects on you it like, does yeah i mean you don't want to be friends with the friend of a racist like think of like what kind of new friends you're going to make you're going to meet more terrible people yeah like their social circles will intersect in such a way that you might end up at a party full of people who hate women you know, oh, that's the worst. That's not a party. That's, that's not like a, party. a nightmare. <laughs> At some point, you might be so frustrated that you want to scream, break up with this asshole, just do it. But probably that won't solve it. Probably not. Yeah. Hopefully you are still at the point where a reasonable conversation can still be had. So have that reasonable conversation. Again, as we always say, nobody wants to be the villain. Everybody assumes that they are a good person doing the right thing. It is your job as a friend, as somebody who cares about somebody else, to say, it's not the case right now. And what if you were dating that terrible person who you didn't know was racist? I would hope to God my friends would be like, hey, they said this, this terrible thing that I, I need to repeat to you. Yeah. And I, you, I'll let you decide what to do with it from here, but this is how I feel about it. So let's go on the other side of the coin where maybe they're just like a little awful. Like maybe you find this person to be annoying or maybe you think that they're just a little too snarky for your taste or maybe you think that they're taking up too much of your friend's time. Yeah, that was going to be the example I used. Yeah, yeah, totally. Then you need to chill. Yeah. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to do it. You got to do it. You have to have an. You have to ask yourself privately what you don't like about this person. Don't like write it down or anything, because if that gets picked up, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's not a good idea. But you do need to consider, like, ask yourself what is so annoying. What do I dislike about this person? And if it's something like they talk too much at the movies, or they hang out, they hang out, they are too affectionate with my friend in public. Like, yeah. maybe take a step back. You, there are ways to avoid this person. Even yeah. though they're, they're, you're, they're dating your good friend, you can still hang out with, with your friend without them. Yeah, there's no reason that everything has to be a double date. Yeah. Like, and consider that your time with your friend will probably shrink, especially if the relationship is new. It's just kind of life. People pri prioritize relationships. Yeah. They like to, uh, they like to spend time with the, the one they're smooching. Yep. Love the one you smooch. <laughs> and that's hard because I want to give this person, like, specific advice about, like, how to chill out. But it's just, like, chill. Yeah. Like, you've got other friends and other hobbies, probably. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. And if you don't, then this is the time to pick something up, man. Fill the time that you would have spent with this friend with something else specific. Yeah. Maybe, maybe well, you wanted to make that cosplay helm for your paladin for Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> not me. <laughs> <laughs> then that, let's do it and then figure out exactly what bothers you about this person and then make sure that you don't create circumstances that allow you to get together in a way that's annoying let's say it's <laughs> super annoying how your roommate who is your friend always has their lover over all the time like you can have a conversation with your roommate that's not combative 
that fixes that, hopefully. Right? Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't stop giggling at the word lover. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Basically, uh, the right thing in that situation is to give your friend space and distance and patience, even though it's a little costly to you. Your friendship will be better for it. Yes. We're not going to pretend it doesn't suck to do that. It does. It just does. Listen to more podcasts. Yeah. But just don't let it build. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate if you let those, if you try to like shelve those an- annoyed feelings toward your friend significant other and then they burst out. Yeah. Like when you're drunk at a party. Yeah. You don't want to like trash somebody's lover to, to their f- <laughs> lover. <laughs> you don't want to trash somebody's boo to them. I mean, imagine that if you were dating somebody that you thought was outstanding and then your friend comes up and is like, hey, guess what? I hate the way they snort when they laugh, and it's embarrassing when we go out to dinner. Oh, like shut up! You would be so sad. You'd and be so upset, and, mad. and you would de- yeah, you'd be mad, and you would defend your significant other. Mm-hmm. So that is not the place you want to come from when you confront your friend about this kind of thing. Yeah. So there you go. So th- long story short, if they're truly awful, you should talk to your friend about it, and there are certain ways to do it that are appropriate. And if they're not truly awful, if it's just a matter of you sucking it up, then man. That's what you got to do. And I I think that you are smart enough to determine which side of the coin you've got. Yeah, definitely. Wouldn't you hope that your friend would do the same? Yes. So. And that was Sexiled Part 1. Stay tuned for next week when we do Sexiled Part 2. When we actually answer more than one question. Uh, Enjoy. Tomorrow. Sexiled Part 2. Thank you.